Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we have talked about every single item in the Binding of Isaac, and now we're casting around for other things to talk about before we hit the pivot. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined as always by an absentee landlord, Gary Butterfield. Nice poll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one's been kicking around in my head since uh, several days ago when I looked at what the cards were, because I do my due diligence. Yeah. Hey, man. I appreciate that. Uh, oh yeah i'm I'm prepped as hell for today gary i uh i'm not that prepped i i do have one thing uh to incorporate into our card uh conversations but uh, we can get to that in a minute is it card captors it is card captor sakura yes uh i i mean i could i mean i have every volume of card captor sakura in my home i could go just start reading it to you you could that's that's a thing that could be well half that's possible Let's break that down you, ontologically. You could go grab that and start reading it. It is up to yeah. me whether it's to me. I'm pretty sure you would feel, at least for the first minute, obligated to stay on the call. It's it's wild how frequently I don't hang up. It isn't I, it like <laughs> you know I just most people would have ha- like if this was a conversation between human beings instead of ostensibly an entertainment product, you would have been gone. I don't know. I started our green room call today with a weird voice, and that that was probably a, yeah. a real inflection point just right off the bat. Real wake up call, you know. Yeah. And I, I just, uh, yeah, I get to, I do get to decide if somebody's reading something. I get to decide if they're reading it to me. It's um, in oh, my power. At the very, I could read it at you. Well, I could hang up. Then you could come, like, stand outside my house and read it, like, uh, say anything. Yeah, Hold up a boombox. Yeah. Oh yeah, come to my window. Card captors are here soon. That song's uh, about card captors. Is it? Gary, yeah. tell me give me all your thoughts on card captors secure, because I'd really like to meet them. Uh I met somebody over the weekend who uh had recognized my dud tattoo. And when I uh-huh. told my anecdote about like signing myself up for a lifetime of hey it's Millhouse, she was like, Yeah, I have the same thing with this. People think it's from and then some anime, I can't remember, but it's actually from card captors. Okay. And I was like, okay. Uh, and and then, boy, how did you get out of that conversation? How did you get out of Okay, you smiled. I was like, oh, yeah, we we knew what we were getting into. Yeah. Yeah, you forget that I'm good socially. Like, I can I can, I can can meet people and then move on. Oh, no, um, I know. Uh, was yeah. this, oh, oh, this was a waiter. Okay, now it No, no, it was, it was a clerk at a convention. The oh. waiters of the land. Yeah. Okay, you were pretending it was a waiter. Is that what you do, Gary? Is that how? No. Is that your like life hack for social things? Is you just pretend I will, everyone's a waiter? I will take. Uh, how good? What would you get if you're choosing one of these salads? Uh, I, I, pro, uh, milk. Milk. Yeah. That's a, there's not a milk salad. Um, no, no, these ones uh, here. I don't why, know if there's a special why, why menu are, for brunch or. Why are you fighting me on what salad I want? Who the fuck are you? No, I was I was asking you what salad I should Who? get. The fuck? What salad you are want? You? What is this, some kind of reverse restaurant you were in hell? Asking, you, were, you were asking me for my recommendation and putting me on the spot, by the way, because I don't eat at this fucking place. Let's start. But if I had to, I guess I'd eat the milk salad. All right. We're, I'm just going to go. Uh, I prefer no, not to have this you, talked at me. No. Hey, I'm gonna, no. No, you've already sat I'm down. Like, you already, already sipped go. your water. You already sipped your water. Hey, tackle that guy. Tackle that fat man. Don't worry, you'll bounce. I'm waving from behind the glass. Put put him on the glass. Put no, him on I, the glass. If, if you want, I won't stop you. 
but I'm just saying I'm waving from behind the glass. Well, I'm asking you to put him on the glass. Let's count to three and both put him on the glass. All right, one. One, two, three. three. I didn't do it. Oh, did you do I, it? I did all of it. Oh, yeah. oh wow, you did. Yeah. Wow, that's no. slightly below average. I know, but I'm really good at my mouth. Okay, I gotta go. And Dick. And Dick. Uh, and Dick. Andy Dick, yeah. Ah, uh, that paragon of virtue. Oh, a constant. What's the matter, Avatar? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? It's like Ultima 7 or Ultima 8 or something. There's, there's a guy who starts, I don't know. Just popped up in my head of the the guy the the, the floating head from Ultima Interior getting Andy Dick. The, okay, okay. Yeah. So the guardian, the guardian from yeah, the Ultima. Guardian, yeah. What's the matter, Avatar? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, surely, I can't tell. You. I, I don't know how to do Andy Dick impersonation. You yeah. don't. It's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Gary, today we're talking about the devil. The devil. Yeah. Let's dance with the devil. Uh, On the pale moonlight. You, okay. I mean. I don't like going out at night. Mm, yeah. Um, let's dance with the devil at the time there, of your choosing. Yeah. There was an eclipse lately. I slept through the eclipse. I also did. My friend Kevin yeah. uh, took his whole family out for a trip to watch the eclipse, and then it was cloudy. I felt bad for him. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, it was one of those weird ones. It was like a Dark Souls 3 eclipse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it made the uh, dark sign in the air. I care what's this card do? Oh hey, it's um we're talking about uh the devil. Uh which gives you the book of Belial effect for a room, which is a plus two flat damage increase, which is good. Yeah, always good. Never don't want damage. Yep. Uh never don't want damage. Tends to underperform um strength. Um and yeah, it is multiply multiplier tend to be better than flat increase. Yep. Uh and similar to the one that gives you the horror of Babylon effect, uh that one gives you a plus speed as well. So but they're all in the same kind of bucket of good. All right, so what, we've been neglecting the tarot aspects of these, Gary. Yeah, we have. All of these Death. cards have meanings. Yeah. Uh, devil. Uh, do I remember the, the devil? Uh, I mean, it's... I have the website loaded, Gary. Oh, this hey. is the oh, bit yeah. I prepared. Oh, perfect. Lay it on me. Uh, we're only going to talk about the upright meanings, because, of course, we're going to come back around for the reversed. Uh, yes. According to this website, Labyrinthos... Uh, <laughs> the devil uh, references addiction, materialism, and playfulness. Oh, teehee. So um, it's kind of like Kevin Bacon's character. I'm in, addicted uh, the to Bakugan. I can't quite, can't stop buying Bakugans. <laughs> I can't stop making, uh, I keep breaking my Bakugans. Oh, I'm destructive, but playful. Uh-huh. Here we go, roll the Bakugan. Oh, now it's a, a kind of a robot. Yay. Uh, Devil of the Devil, of course, also one of the endings in Cyberpunk. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Cyberpunk's got a whole tarot thing. Do we have to start over and start doing the meanings of? The, should we start over tarot cards? Yeah, because we have probably meanings. Because we just passed Temperance, which is my favorite ending of Cyberpunk. Yeah, well, we might have to switch back to the Fool then. Uh, means Gary, beginnings. we can play Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in Cyberpunk. There's no uh-huh. reason for me not to play Cyberpunk. I'm just playing uh-huh. stuff for work. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, uh, why I, have you shackled yourself to a life where you can't choose your own <laughs> video games? You know, I, well, because I don't like working a regular <laughs> job. I, it's yeah. it's better than a regular job. It's way better than a regular job. Yeah. I, I The things I will do to not work at an office are fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It scares me. 
uh, to think about the things I would do to not work in that oh, job. Gary, so. let's let's do a little uh, immersion therapy here sure. to try to help you work through that uh, fear. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, happy Happy Monday, G. How you doing oh, today, man? Hey, you know, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm okay. What'd you and the missus get up to this weekend? Not a lot. Uh, yeah, same old. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. boy, we we're just burning through that house of usher you watched that uh, one yet no you know i i we missed it i didn't didn't know um yeah uh you know they had frank langella in there and then he got me too my god it's happening uh, to everybody I'm i like right. i like i like frank it's langella to, that's it's, sad it's, yeah. it's happening to everybody yeah it's uh it's, it's a it's a fucking epidemic man mm, yeah the, the you haven't heard anything anyway. have you oh um i like you know, i haven't done anything but i live every morning and before I go to bed at night, I just pray that no one just falsely me to me, you know? <laughs> I, I, hold, hold on. Can I go into this conference room with you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you the sick op systems sexler? Is that you? I, I read the graffiti on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the sick op systems sexler. Are you trying to say sis op? No. What's I know where I work. What's, we work at a company called Sick that, Op Systems. Oh, oh, the company's called Sick Op Systems? <laughs> How do you not know this? I, You've been here I, as long I, as I have. I guess I thought it was CISPOP. No, 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 you gentle sex offender, no. Yeah, I thought, uh, we worked at, I thought, I thought we were working at Sub Pop Records. No, 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 it's, well, that could be the problem. Why the, have uh, I been talking to everybody about Sufjan? I the uh well there's been a lot of complaints about that. I, I read about that in graffiti. That's why I brought you in here. You keep talking yeah. about your little Sufjan. Yeah. And you're like, oh uh, he'll never walk again. Like, give him a kiss and yeah. Top it up sad. Yeah. Um <laughs> just pulling the most recent thing I know about Sufjan Stevens. That sure. I learned from this uh company we work at uh that does not deal with him. Yeah, uh, uh, Gary, uh, your naming the company a name I couldn't understand has killed the improv. <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. I could yeah. just choose oh. something that you chose and say it killed the improv and then end that way. I, th- I this think, is a, what a breakthrough. Yeah, um, I think that's called a poison pill. I'm not a businessman. <laughs> the, the, uh, I was just happy about the graffiti for the sick op system sexler. Sure. The, uh, yeah. I think we were all happy for a moment, and then it passed, yeah. as it always does. <laughs> it's a cops. It's great. Gary, um, what's the long? I know we're close to the end of the episode. What's the longest sustained amount of time you've ever been happy? Oh, that's a great question. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm not happy when I'm sleeping, but it's close. I, I've I've been happy like uh, at like Duck Stream. I was very happy at my wedding reception for basically uh-huh. the whole time. Uh, you know, so it, we like without. I'm not telling you sad is not the, the only thing that can take you from happy. If, if we're counting going to neutral, being a break in happiness, uh, probably a few hours. Okay. And I go back to normal. I don't get sad, but I'm just kind of like neutral for a little bit. And then I, I guess go back maybe to, I mean content. I am content for a long time. Okay. And, and you know, I get, I get content for long stretches. Most of my I needs think- are met. Uh, you know, live in, live in the Western civilization. If like, I want, to go get a cup of coffee, I do. Uh, you know, so most of my needs two, are met. I think two days is my max of content. What's yeah. the what's the most frequent thing that comes and gets you off your cloud? Oh, uh, the persistent worry that the contentment will end. 
Ah, there's your problem. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, is there? Is there a? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, brain mechanic. Work yeah, me out. Yeah. Here you go. Here's your problem. Let me get this. Uh, it should be all fixed. Oh yeah. Um, wow. That's a, that's a lot yeah. different and, and arguably better. Uh, Gary, yeah. what should people do if they've enjoyed this show? Uh, go to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV and add contentment to our wallets. I bet uh, that the listeners to this fucking show haven't thought about bumping up their uh, their Patreon contribution the bump. in a while. Yeah, either you can some... either do the guppy bump or uh, just go up to the next tier. Uh, yeah, apricot, yeah. apricot, uh, who's a regular on my streams, recently bumped up to the ten dollar uh, point. Been listening to those adaptation decays. They're I'm good. doing the hard sell because I want money. They're funny. That's a good show. Uh, you should listen to adaptation decay, quack stack, good shows. I can vouch for two episodes of Adaptation Decay, one of which I had to be convinced I was on. But you were, and it was great. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah. It's the other one cast a very long shadow. Yeah. As the funniest thing that's ever happened in either of our lives or ever will. The whales. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I was going to be my friends with the whale Shamrock. Um, you can also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. Uh, like this one left, fittingly enough, by John Scratch. Just want to cut off the annoying mech pedants. Evangelion used children mech pilots to underline the trope as a messed up thing to do and other crazy plot reasons. The creator, being devoid of any kind of imagination, could only think, chair's not big enough, only child can pilot robot, while rubbing his chest with headshots of Norman Reedus. But the dude who made Evangelion is also a weird nationalist, so... Yeah. Oh, right, Guppy. Fine podcast, five stars. Oh, he did it because it was a fucked up thing to do. He wasn't just doing it for. I mean, the, uh, uh, I mean, being a it being a fucked up thing to do is like an artistically valid reason to do something. No, it's not. It, it but it, it's not in universe like a reason that they would do it in universe. It'd be like okay. if they were like you make a thing and it's like these are just powered by orphans. Why? Because. You so, know. Gary, uh, how much Evangelion have you watched? Oh, none. Okay, I wouldn't watch it with your eyes. Uh, really? What is the, what is the, uh, yeah, of course I wouldn't. Oh, um, it's good, man. No. Um, what oh. is the, uh, what is the explanation that they're, <laughs> what, do you mean, for... what, do you mean, no. <laughs> what, is, what is the explanation for the, uh, them being kid pilots in universe or kid I, chairs? I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Yay. Ah. <laughs> uh. Very good. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Bounty of Isaac podcast that talks about every tarot card uh, and novelty tarot set in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me, as always, is my third favorite male American gladiator, Will Hughes. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, Gary. You're a blaze man, right? I'm a blazeman. Is is when it, tower, in the male uh, division? Is Tower yeah. a uh... big time? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. sure. Wolf, blazer, yeah. wolf. No wolf. Uh, no, no wolf, wolf for you, or there was a wolf. In American Gladiators? No. Absolutely, there's a wolf in American Gladiators. No. I, I don't I'll think look so. It up. I'll look it up. You, st- you keep talking. I, I'm already looking it up. 
Oh, fuck. oh, you're right. There is one. Don Hollywood Gates. Well, how the worm has turned. <laughs> when did Wolf show up? Is he like a late season guy? I don't, Gary. Uh. I, 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 I barely knew Wolf. I can't lay out the chronology of incoming and outgoing. Chronology I, I, of I, Wolf. The HR, uh, the, the HR department at American Gladiators. Is, Gladiators. Uh, the very best of Wolf. Bad behavior. Ooh, is he a bad boy? He is late. Uh. American Gladiators. He's like 2008 okay. American Gladiators. So it's like the second uh, second zone. Yeah. Uh, so. I Boy, I couldn't pull the name. Larry Is, it, is Larry Zonka there on American Gladiators? Larry the, Zonka? Larry Zonka was, a, uh, I believe, an NFL guy who oh, then yeah. went on to uh, be one of the presenters for American Gladiators. Yeah. And his last name is spelled in the most amazing and fun way. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, go ahead and spell Zonka for us since you're looking at uh, C S O N K A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I will say Larry Zonka lives in my head forever because he's a recurring joke in uh, the final sacrifice episode of mystery science theater 3000, which I have watched conservatively uh, 40 times. Hmm. He's still alive. That, uh, what? that Larry Zonka. We got to do something about that. Yeah. He lives in slow Ohio. So we can probably catch him. <laughs> yeah. Get cold um, after him. Oh, it's Stowe, Ohio. Oh. Uh, so he's probably hidden somewhere. Oh, um, Cole could still find him. Oh, Cole could find him. He play he plays detective games and stuff. And Fortnite. Yeah, I. Uh, how did that go? I saw the advertising for that, but I, I mean, was at a haunted house. I so. mean, you, just go, you went to a haunted house. I went to a haunted house. Yeah, my, my wife took me works. to a haunted house for. Uh, no, my wife took works. me for. <laughs> you Your wife can me. take me places. You don't actually don't like if I ask you to do something. You're streaming. You're like I'm streaming that night. I can't do it. Oh, uh, yeah, because I've so, never ca- literally canceled a stream to come to one of your concerts. Once. Uh, the uh, Twice. At least twice. Oh, at least twice. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Gary. No, it was... It's almost like one of us is a good friend and the other one of us has a very <laughs> selfish wife. <laughs> it was a date. It was a surprise I, date. You could have a date that I'm at. We probably could probably stand to have more <laughs> yeah. dates that you're at. The um, I'm going to introduce that the next time me and Liv are having a couples meeting. <laughs> Um, the, uh, just with a motion on the table, can we include Will? Yeah. Just, just generally more. In a, in a um, tertiary way. In a, in a yeah. non-intrusive and tertiary way. Yeah. Just went around at like dinner and stuff. Uh, I love Yeah, I went dinner. to a haunted house. Uh, how was having, how was Cole on Fortnite? Oh, it was great. Uh, Cole's great, turns out. I didn't know. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a champion. Yeah, funny. Uh, uh, he hadn't played before, so they only put us in with like bots and six-year-olds. So we won a bunch of times. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, Stomp yeah. those sixties. Yeah, Twitch.tv/slash Plumber Duck. We're all your favorite Duck Stream stars who aren't Gary. Uh, will because he was asked and turned me down. Uh, will <laughs> appear regularly. I was at Not a really. haunted house. It's well, I asked you on two different nights and you turned me down both nights. I was uh, at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo and then at the Talking Simpsons panel at Kelly's Olympia. Uh, oh, at uh, Kelly. is that a bar? Yeah. It's not a biker bar, but it is motorcycle themed in that there are tons of motorcycles hanging from the ceiling. Oh, like CC's Coffee. Yeah, which is awesome. There's a lot of motorcycle themed things that have nothing to do with Motorcycles yeah, that town. you couldn't imagine an actual motorcycle person being at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or yeah. like, it, or it's a suburban motorcycle dad kind of. Yes, type. like my chiropractor who is into motorcycles and duck feed, and uh, possibly has gotten into duck feed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're putting the you're putting the hard sell on it. I you know, 
if you ask me money, whether my chiropractor, uh, uh-huh. who I can't talk about on air because he might, yeah, uh, would have gotten into the show, I could not bet. It'd be even odds. So, I mean, not um, this show, surely. Even odds. I, people, I could do, see... people do sometimes migrate from the real shows to this because they run out of content. So. Wait, and vice versa. Somebody uh, wrote in who had migrated from AV Club to Guppy to Duck. That was, I believe, that was the aforementioned Apricot. Yeah, isn't that wild? Uh, who is who is lovely? Oh, absolutely. Like I'm not complaining. It's just a weird arc. Gary, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I'm bringing you listeners, bring it, with bring my you... influential ways and big ideas. No, I I love it. I say keep doing it. I say do yeah. it more in your performances and waning. Yeah, there we go. Uh, hey, uh, the tower. Yeah, I I find it I find it a little bit hard to get use out of this. Uh, I'd be curious as somebody who likes uh, Curse of the Tower and Anarchist Cookbook whether you feel differently. I don't like Anarchist Cookbook that much. Okay. I do like Curse of the Tower. Okay. Um, and I, I like Curse of the Tower uh, for chaos reasons, not efficacy reasons. Like pervert reasons. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I get that. Uh, this, drops a, this drops a bunch of bombs. It's it's anarchist cookbook effect. Um, yes. And they all go off. If you have cord cutter, great. Bunch of free bombs. Otherwise, yep. uh, you might open the secret room or blow up a tinted rock. Uh, or, or hurt an enemy, maybe. Or if If it's a big yourself. room full of enemies, I guess that's the, the well, use he, case here. But the chance that you're going to hurt yourself is very high. Here's the thing about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give I play in green. Thing, Gary. I'm gonna give you the thing. Uh, I play greed mode when I play yeah. Isaac almost exclusively, um, and the separation on these bombs is bad. So both the main rooms in greed mode, the long shop, long horizontal shop, and long vertical play area, the bombs are not spread out. They'll never go off the screen, which means it's very difficult to like tactically use these. Uh, if you use them in that mode, you're very often just getting all the bombs around you and missing like almost all the enemies and you can't tactically blow up anything that you need to blow up with it because they, the rooms are too big. So it works in like regular size rooms, but as soon as you get anything bigger than that, it doesn't work really regular size Rudy. Uh, so if you play the, (laughs) if you play the video game, uh, in Gary's specific way that, uh, removes, uh, 80% of the game, then this is a bad card. In the main game, there's big rooms, too. I'm just saying it doesn't work in, in anything other than a, a standard issue room. Yeah, I understand. About 80% yeah. of the rooms in the game. Uh, yeah. That's a, uh, you know, a card that is marginally useful in one-fifth of the rooms. Or uh, four-fifths of the rooms. Not super good. Huh? Oh, you said me. Marginally. Oh, I, I, I thought it was... Me. I, I oh, I thought... I thought you were the mom from Goonies for a second. Uh, no, uh, oh. Gary, when I do Ann Ramsey, you'll fucking know I'm doing Ann Ramsey. Okay. okay. Uh, hey, Mark. Aaron! Oh. Aaron! <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Ann Ramsey. Uh, ah! Have you yeah. met March? Poop! Have you- yeah, March. Ann- and I'm Ann Ramsey. I'm a little higher up. F- Gary, great. You, you know what, Gary? You did it. You proved that those voices were similar enough that if I try to do them both at the same time, I'll lose them both. You've wrecked me. Congratulations. You've once again dragged me ashore or aground. You're the fuck. I'm the fucking Edmund Fitzgerald and you're, I don't know, the the Sirens of Titan. I don't know what the fuck's. So this is what the, this is, uh, the, the, this is what the tower represents is, uh, this is a bad one. Strife. If this one, if this one comes up and not just strife, uh, pride and then the fall it's 
I I think I've mentioned this before. I had a tarot face when uh-huh. I was uh, in my teens. Oh, like when you were um, getting like bubble tea. When I was getting like bubble tea. Uh, Gary, that was a pun on uh, taro as a popular flavor. Oh, did I, did I pronounce it with my, my hillbilly accent? No, uh, they're, they're accent? pronounced oh. exactly the same, taro. Okay. Um, the uh, This was pre-bubble tea. That's what confused me. I was, sure. a teen, I was like, we didn't have bubble tea. Uh, but this is notable because this is the only one that's like all bad. There's no good like, with it. Almost every yeah. tarot card, they're like, oh, there's a little good. Yeah, there's no, some hope. Like, oh, death, it doesn't mean bad. It means change. You know, and you're <laughs> like, okay, cool. Change is good sometimes. Uh, but the tower, they're just like, you're fucked. Like, the, yeah. the tower just means bad shit. Um, always, always, I, always. I, hanged man is also usually, almost always fucked. Yeah, but... hang, hanged man is bad, too. Yeah, But there, it's rare that a tarot card is like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the most infamous and evil one. Tons of the, the lower arcana. You know, like there's no good for the nine of swords, shit like that. There's yeah. no good for half of the swords, but the uh, in the major faces, usually they they have a bright side. Gary, we should do an episode where we do uh, each other's readings. Ooh, I would I would love to see if I remember any of that shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, the, you know, the, the thing about tarot is you can just like bullshit. You do just it is fake. Uh, it's exceedingly fake. I'm on the record here saying it's fake. Yeah. Um. The uh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't care for the tower that much as a card. <laughs> Or as as a concept, Gary's or as a concept, a a very prideful man, and we don't want him to fall. More of a pit guy, more of a well. You know, if I'm going to do, I get. You know what? I got mad about at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Please, Gary, I I love to hear about the things that really honk your horn. I think that the gyromite music should be at least in the same tier as the Kid Icarus music, in terms of Nintendo properties classic theme songs how did you get to that point well, did you see a rob i saw many robs yeah uh, and i was thinking about gyromite and thinking yeah. about how i saw gyromite and then i was thinking about how good the music is i bought a gyromite print from my friend pete oh. uh and i was like oh gyromite i like gyromite uh that song slaps why does you know why is there a stage and music for that for in smash brothers but not for gyromite despite the fact that rob is in smash brothers as well this is exciting because it implies you also got a gift for me. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. I really see. hope, boy, I hope you didn't get me one. Otherwise, this bit's not funny. We will see. Yeah. You don't get to know. I have a gift um, for you that I got at the last convention I went to that I have not given I you. know. We got to get together. We, yeah. Uh, forget the change. <laughs> Tell your fucking wife. <laughs> well, next time we go to a haunted house, yeah. we'll invite you. I remember before you got married, I took you to haunted houses. <laughs> they used to take me to all kinds of places before I got married. I'm a kept man now. Whoosh, whoosh. Um, it's it's great. I love being whipped. Um, it's like I'm at the end of Battletoads every single day of my life. Uh, if you like this show, Does she go to... Uh, yeah, I think so. Does I think she, she has a whip, but she's just kind of a sprite that moves around. Yeah, and turns into a tornado with like contact damage. God, the last... Yes. Like, <laughs> the... <laughs> There are three good levels in Battletoads. Like, I played all the way through Battletoads not that long ago because I was doing that NES uh, background project. The last half of Battletoads is one of the worst games I've ever played. It's awful. Uh, And, I yeah, I beat Battletoads as a kid. Everyone who's like, I fucking love Battletoads, you're remembering the first two stages, I promise you. And the first three stages, Turbo Tunnel is also good. Uh, Turbo Turbo Tunnel is good for what it is. But every variation on that sucks. And you're remembering uh, the soundtrack. Yep, and you're forgetting uh, the super shitty ice level, super shitty snake level, the super shitty tower level. Okay, I do like uh, the snake level. 
the stake level is kind of fun, except there's an unwinnable thing that can happen in it, which I think sure. is shitty. Anywho, that's Battletoads chat. This is patreon.com slash TV chat. And yeah, uh, watch out for shows. fireballs slash Battletoads. I, I would I would love to do a Battletoads episode of that show. I, mean, I would just it, cheat it, to get through it. And then I would oh, just sure. be like, yeah, I played this as a kid. Uh, it kind of sucks, but a battling toad is a compelling concept. Sure. Uh, they got uh, they were computer programmers who got sucked into their own video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, how about this one from Chug Cluggins? Love that name. And this one is from regular reviewer Chug Cluggins. And actually, Gary, now that I read this one in my head, it's not getting said out loud. Fuck you, dude. I'm surprised this didn't get filtered by Podcast Addict to begin with. And that was a five-star review from Chug Cluggins. Oh. Try to do Thanks. a little bit of meta stuff, but uh, I'm too bad at reading to make it sound natural. And I'm too bad at picking up to know when the meta stuff ends. So as far as I know, we're still in it. As far as you know, Gary. Uh, I mean, as far as you know is a very loose definition for reality go on well well i'm just saying that as far as you know a lot of things could be the case sure elaborate on that speak to that oh uh, you're a uh, a big dummy and you're dumb mean yeah mean. i guess it was in hindsight gary it you was know in mean. hindsight that was a straight just, review. <laughs> oh thank god oh thank god i was so worried there for our, our friendship got damaged oh, all that stuff i said about your wife was also in a review Oh, thank you. This is awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Let me, I get to update my files on you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> in my head. Do you want to go to a haunted house? Oh, my uh, God. Not, not really? <laughs> Seems boring. Last one I went to with you was very boring, so. <laughs> just, it's the principle of the matter. Yeah. He's got to be a little bit I'd of a like dick. I'd like to be invited. Yeah, I know. I get just want to be a little bit of a dick. A little spicy dick. A little spice dick. A little spotted dick. Gary, you got to know when to give me a cutoff point for the episode. That was the cutoff for I was talking about Spotted Dick. That was a cutoff. Whenever I say Spotted Dick, I start the next episode. Okay, I forgot that that's our coded language. Yeah, our famous sign off Spotted Dick. Spotted Dick. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talked about every single item in The Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a uh, a guy who's... You can't see him in the sky because he's in Hollywood, Gary Butterfield. I didn't, I didn't. I I went real hard on the devil one, and I didn't do any prep on stars, and I really... I, there was a whole fucking Resident Evil thing I could have done. I fucked this intro just six hey. ways to Sunday, man. Hey, spot a dick. Let's just move on to the next item. Yeah, new item. Yeah, okay. <laughs> new item. Okay. Rune time. I'm just kidding. We're just we joshing. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. We could do that. But we, we won't. could do that, honestly. Um, we're back in the Savia key zone with the stars. Uh, uh yeah. Uh stars. Stars. Jilly's hunting down members of stars. Uh Thank, thanks, Brad. Uh did you did you guys really call me chicken heart behind my back? Yeah, Brad, we uh we did. Uh, but then you became a surprisingly tough zombie, so... It, there were zombies about. Why were you calling me a chicken? It, well, did I you mean, see the dogs? All, it was scary. We're all dealing with a base level of dogs and zombies, Brad, and only you uh, did a pee in yourself. I've never seen a dog before, zombie or otherwise. What? Ugh. They didn't have them where I came from. Where you came from? Uh, there's dogs everywhere. They're They're... Throughout every culture in humanity. Not at the bottom of the sea. 
I'm oh, Atlantean. Oh, is it bad that I went to SpongeBob instead of Atlantis? It's a little racist. To what? But because you're because of your because you're like weird spongy skin. No, because I'm from Atlantis, you idiot. That's not uh, racist. How's that racist? No, but we're not like SpongeBob. That's a cartoon. But you hadn't said you were from Atlantis would... when I jumped to the assumption of SpongeBob. Yeah, you assume people from the uh, under the I sea mean, were sponges instead of. Well, but cool no, I made a pilots. direct. I made a direct association with the phrase "under the sea." I only uh, get so many breaths left, and we're wasting them on this. I'm not wasting shit, man. Your breath is not my business. Oh. Who lives under on a pineapple under the sea, Brad? Who lives in a pineapple under the we sea? We don't. We didn't have pineapples down there. Brad, answer the fucking question. Who lives in I a pineapple? I don't know. We didn't I have TVs my, either. I've pulled my oh. gun and I'm point. It's, I'm holding it up to your chin. Who lives um, under in a pineapple under the sea, motherfucker? Please put me under my mercy. I mean, out of I'm under a lot of stress. Put me under my mercy. She, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, for all you for all you know, that's the phrase. Give me a caress. What, please? Am I going to have to meet to my dead pilot chicken heart? Don't call me that. I'm from Atlantis. My real name is unpronounceable to your kind. Well, then that's no fucking help to me. That's not useful as a name for me. I don't have time for it. The closest thing is Brad Vickers. Chicken heart. That's what I said. Uh. I have, I have a, oh, he's dead. Oh, shit, that's a very tough zombie. Stars. You don't say that, Brad. Brad, remember much of old life. <laughs> Brad, no, he used to be in stars. Okay. Brad sounds a little Yoda now. <laughs> I can't help it. Brad don't know how to help Gary, scene, scene, I'm bored. <laughs> I know we can do that either. Um, yeah, yeah, man, there's a lot of techniques. There was a lot I, of stuff that Brad was going to get up to if we kept that scene going. Oh, yeah, this was, gonna be a, this was going to slowly take over the rest of the show. This is going to be the 50-minute yeah, uh, odyssey of Brad. Yep. Brad is zombies struggling to recall things from his life in stars and uh-huh. at the bottom of the sea. Uh, odd world, Brad's odyssey. Ooh. Nah. I, you know, I want to like those games. They were clever at the time. The animation was interesting. They're not that fun to play. They're not very fun. And then at some point they became the shooters. They all became like Strangers Legacy. Yeah. And for some reason, that's a Western. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's off-putting to me. And I think the guy is bad. Yeah. Don't like it. Gary, um, uh, maybe we just leave this one in the past and just play um, Alone in the Darkness instead. Is that what that oh, game hey, is? The, Alone the, in the um, Dark? Yeah. No, uh no, I'm talking about the uh Oh, I am oh the 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 weird platformer with the dog. The yeah. cinematic platformer, yes. In the tradition um, of uh another flashback world. and another world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh that weird cartoony game made by the uh the another world guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and Gary, yeah. this has been our walk down PlayStation One memory lane. Gary, what's your favorite lane. PlayStation One game? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Okay. That was e- that was too easy. Yeah. yeah. I I guess I was just saying it was a great question. Uh, Symphony of the Night's probably my backup. What about you? Best. Oh, best PS1 I don't. Game? I don't answer questions. Oh. Yeah, it's so weird for somebody who likes talking about themselves. Like. I. I hmm. Do I like talking about myself? I, you like talking at people around you. That, 
Is that a better way? To, like you like talking about sitcoms? Yeah. Two people. You know I'm not sitcoms though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Do you want to talk about the Frasier reboot? You brought it up. <laughs> I don't think I did. Uh, um, in my memory, yeah. you did. I know. I yeah. I don't it's... care. If, like there's that that Frasier reboot surprisingly funny. I do not care for the Niles child. I don't. Um, yeah. I don't think I care chi- for the they've Niles They've got a child. child in this one that's trying to be a Niles, and I don't care for it. Yeah. A child of Niles should rebel against Niles. Right? A child of I mean, Niles should be nothing like Niles. I feel like they feel like they're already doing that with Frazier's son. Uh, where, uh, is he like Butthead? Uh, he's a firefighter. Oh. He so, dropped, so out, he dropped exactly out of Harvard like uh, where he was studying psychology so he could become a firefighter. Yes. The uh, Butthead's position to Beavis, the fire starter. Um, uh, twist, twisted fire starter? Uh, he's pretty interested. Does Frazier's s- disappointed in him for becoming a firefighter? He is, yes. That, that's very funny. His son, uh, I, I like he that dropped joke. out of Harvard where he was going to be an incredible a psychologist and said he yeah. just saved people <laughs> from fires. <laughs> people's lives and Frazier's like, hmm, not proper. I that, mean, part of what's genuinely funny. funny about the show is that it does in fact present Frazier in that position. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That, you know what? Maybe we can talk about it. Um, if people like the show, <laughs> I have, it is. Um, I don't think we talked about the. Oh, it teleports you to the item room. Or, yeah. um, <laughs> we, Gary, I don't know if, if you have this in your memory, but there was a 40 minute segment there where you were Brad Vickers. Oh, for helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, did have helicopters down there. We just never got to that part of the lore. Yeah. They're made um, of sea anemones. They, I know it would was see your, you know, there's a yes. And that I'm looking for, um, the, uh, yeah, I can. Yes. The, and Jill Valentine, who I was playing perfectly in that role play could not. <laughs> so perfect. Jill Valentine a sticking up. If, if, uh, Cole, Cole mentioned that AI is this great tool for shit posting. We're just going to use it to destroy labor, but uh-huh. I, I really do like Jill Valentine sticking a gun to somebody and demanding to know who lives under the sea, yeah. uh, as a character arc for her. Uh, the star uh, is mostly a good one. It's hope, faith and rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah. That's it's one of the better ones. Yeah, no, uh, you want this. One. Yeah, you want this one big time. Uh, in real life, it's a random teleport after item rooms, and before that, saves you a key. It's yeah. okay. And if you're if, way down on the power curve, uh, getting to a treasure room before having to deal with the rest of the floor can be a lifesaver sometimes. Yeah, uh, um, I like this. Uh, if you can somehow manage this in a Curse of the Labyrinth, you get the treasure room, so you can get a DPS upgrade before you have to start mm-hmm. uh, protecting your red hearts for a uh, deal with the devil on the first floor. Good. Uh, never sad to see it. Uh, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash TV. Give us some dollars and then give us ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. Like this give one. Give us stars. Give us stars. Like this one left on Apple Podcast by, uh, there we go, uh, Monty Mori, uh, five staros, having wrongfully written one extremely harsh review on both of your characters. I remember that one. I skipped it. Uh, I see now that this was unfair and needlessly cruel. I will take this as a lesson to be a better person and to not to not let a joke go too far. Edit. Just heard your BSC coverage of Horaloo. You're on thin ice, Butterfield. You keep that up and you might make it to the most annoying person on this show. Is the, uh, it was a meaner review than the uh, failed musician turned podcaster turned shitty critic failed brain uh, surgeon turned everything critic. Like it was meaner than that one. I, it was uh, Gary. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I think I read it to you off air. 
Okay. Uh, and I think it was <laughs> and, a little yeah. too mean. Yeah, I think if you read, I, I, you've only read a couple of them to me off air to just a little peek behind the curtain here. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty rare that one of those gets screened. Yeah. Uh, and I trust your judgment. That's not me complaining. Uh, but when it does, uh, it only happens a few times. So I usually do tend to remember them. And yeah, that's. In, in this one, I had to uh, I had to weigh the fact that I know you don't like that kind oh, people of people making fun of. Yeah, yeah. Making criticism. fun of. I don't. Yeah. But I think the final line, uh, you might make it to being the most annoying person on the show. Uh, is funny enough to, 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 to land the thing. I also like that it leaves which show it is ambiguous because the obvious thing is it'd be you, but the, uh, it could also mean on bonfire side chat as if I'm gunning for Cole, which that never happens. I'm clearly the more annoying of the the two of me and Cole. Undeniable. Uh, So I kind of appreciate it. Undeniably. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the presence and he's, uh, good at Fortnite. I'm, I'm a soothing presence. I see you. I you literally were just talking about how you were more annoying than Cole. I'm more annoying than Cole, but that that's like su- being more spicy than water. Like that's that's you just that's executed not. such a Will Hughes emotional judo pivot. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's a low bar. You're more annoying than <laughs> I'm, Cole. I'm agreeing with you until you say something that I can take offense to. <laughs> I know we could do that. Um, <laughs> a pocket sand, uh, spotted dick. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast, where we talked about all the items, we talked about all the trinkets, we talked about all the characters, even talked about the chapters. Uh, we're doing the tarot cards and we're doing the runes. My name is Gary Butterfield. And with me as always is a rune that is actually not any particular color, but is actually, uh, a complete absence of colors or all colors at once. I can never remember which one. Look, use, uh, black is the absence of color. Ah, yes. Unless it's the other one. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh yeah, Gary, it's uh it's rune day. Sing if you want to live long, they have no use for your song. Rune, 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 Can I pay you a little uh, compliment, Will? Uh. You understand the, the the sharp spike of anxiety I just felt as I as I wait for the trap to close. But go ahead. I think that I think that this one will be okay. Um, I was remembering uh, one of your bits very fondly on another show. Uh huh. Just something that you say that always makes me laugh, which is your uh, mnemonic for slag tights and slag mites. Oh, slag mites. yeah. That always makes me laugh. I, I think that's very funny. I, I mean, it's uh, I, not a joke. It's literally how I remember it. I know, but it's it's very fun. It's the way you remember it is very funny. Uh, That's not a compliment, Gary. That's a, a quirk <laughs> of mine you find amusing. It's, That's uh, but not got, a fucking got, compliment, dude. You gotta it's admit, it's a pretty funny quirk. Yeah. You're I have a compliment for you. I think one of the ways you think is funny. You're funny and quirky. How is that not a compliment? Imagine if that was applied to a friend's character. Oh, Joe Pesci would murder the shit out of you for saying uh, that. Yeah, also, uh, in, my, in my quiver of just like very pleasant will things. Sure. Uh, when I... And this isn't me patting myself on the back. When I was wild and out about giraffes, uh, and me saying "top of the zoo" and the tone of voice of you calling me out for saying "top of the zoo," yeah, uh, 
that that is, will play as a dot wave in my head whenever I need a quick little pick me up. I'm glad, Gary. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's very funny. God, <laughs> and, and I'm sure by the end of this episode, I'll think of something you do that makes me happy. Yeah, there might be something in there. Eh. Yeah, I'm a soothing presence. I kind of um, like uh, when I, I don't have to talk to the waiter because yeah, you just get to watch a little show. Yeah, it, you're it's 20, like it you're just, 20 minutes into the routine at that point. Yeah, you just get to watch a little 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 program I, I like to put on. You know, it's a uh, you should really be thinking live because I make her pretend to be a waitress so I can practice those. Oh, um, that's a that's a yeah. that's an interesting window into the into the butterfield. the butterfields. Yeah. yeah, the butterfield marriage. Well, nobody outside of a dyad can understand what's inside it. You know. Oh, um, dyad, dyad. Oh, you. I, I. I was like, what's he talking about? Oh, Star Wars. What? So Gary, in the no. third of the the new no. ones. Okay. I'm sorry. In the third of the new ones, it's established that uh, two of the characters are in what's called a force dyad. That's actually established <laughs> in the second of the new ones, which is pretty. It's it, it's just introduced as a way to get Kylo Ren and Rey in some kind of connection with each other sure. uh, through the force uh, so that they can have like conversations so that two of the most charismatic performers in the movie can like interact. Uh, was this a plot device that was instead of giving them phones? It is this? instead of giving them cell phones. Yes. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> well, also they're enemies. So they, they're, they're being forced to, to interact with each other by this, oh, okay. this force bond. Yeah. Uh, and then in the third movie, they're like, well, we got this fucking connection. What if it's, what if the resurrected emperor can eat that to come back to life? Oh, <laughs> and that's the final plot point of the entire Star Wars series is Aww. this Bond thing we made up in the second movie. What if the Gets bad guy can the, eat that yeah, to yeah, come back to Chekhov's life? Bond. If you, yeah. if you introduce a Bond in the, uh, what, the eighth act, you yeah. have to have it fire in the ninth act. <laughs> Except also yeah. famously, each of those movies was written independent of each other. Yes. Uh, with yeah. no forward planning whatsoever. I love it when something I think is bad turns out to be bad. I just, you know, and I know there are a lot of good things too, but it just, any of those little things are little gifts to me. Last Jedi is enjoyable. Uh, Ryan Johnson is a great director. Uh, and I think some of the plot stuff in Last Jedi is really cool. There is nothing re- redeemable about The Rise of Skywalker. The, the Last Jedi, I, I was a little, I've been curious about because of uh, yourself and other people and because Star Wars fans hate it. I've been yeah, like, I'm not going to yeah. call it like, uh, I don't know that it will win you over. Yeah, uh, but more interesting like, than usual. Like, I watched the first one. I watched The Force Awakens, and it wasn't uh, teeth pulling. Oh, it's fine. Like, I didn't, it's, I didn't it's like good. it, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, I survived it. I I, I, I'm only going to recommend Star Wars stuff to you if I think it is good independent of Star Wars. The only actual recent Star Wars thing I recommend to you is Andor, which I think yeah. you would actually like. I think I probably would, too. Yeah. Uh, and someday I got to play KOTOR, too. Someday you got to at least, yeah, there's so much interesting shit in KOTOR 2 and to a much lesser extent KOTOR 1. Yeah. I'm well, amazed. KOTOR 1 I, still I, I not really struggle with. Spo- I have still not spoiled KOTOR 1 for you, which is amazing. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's it's on the list at some point. It's you know the, the, the furthest I ever got in that game? Tell it was me. on my phone. Okay. Playing that on an, on an iPhone. Okay. Which is kind of weird, but it's not a bad little port. But I yeah. got the same. I got a little bit further than I did last time. They're always like, let's go make a, a lightsaber. Let's do the ritual on the planet. I'm like, this is the fucking worst. This is one of the most boring things Bioware has ever done. And it's a company that loves to do boring shit. They do love you know? to do some very boring shit. Good good companions in KOTOR 1, though. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. 
Gary, yeah. I have little cuts on my hand, and I got them in the oh. most metal way possible. Tell me, did you punch through a window? Almost. Okay. Uh, I I eat a lot of peanut butter. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I know peanut butter peanut butter containers are hard to clean. Yeah. For for to put it in the recycling, so I had to shove my whole hand in the peanut butter thing to get the sponge down there, and the the back and forth motion of the sponge. Uh, mm-hmm. opened up little cuts against the rim of the, the peanut butter uh, thing. Mm. And on your way out, caught a little uh, peanut butter drag. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm more worried about, like, my hands look like I have been, like, going out and, like, shatter-handing, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, it, look, it really looks like I've been throwing the power blade while playing Vice Project Doom. The hell yeah, dude. Speaking my language. Kickmaster. One of the things, if you have a dog, apparently you can just give them a dirty peanut butter thing and they'll just clean it with their faces. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, given that I know how dangerous that environment is, I'm worried about yeah. cutting up my dog's face. Yeah. <laughs> no fair. People do it all the time. Man, I, I didn't tell you this. Uh, your, uh, a, a dog bit me recently. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got bit by a dog. Uh, through do? circumstances, I'm now realizing that I you know, shouldn't elaborate entirely on the podcast. Sure. Because uh, of the court case. The, um, I didn't do anything. I just met a dog who fucking hated me. And I know that you're like, you know, ha ha, Gary sucks. Like, let's all make jokes. But the, uh, in real life, dogs <laughs> like is, me. That is me. Animals like me. Like, say what you will about me, but animals tend to like me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have, this is, is extremely rare. But and you like animals, f- like most sociopaths. I fucking love animals. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, this dog fucking hated me though. And sure. sucker punched me. Like I was like, I was like backing away for a while while the dog was like barking at me. Showing weakness. And I, and then I turned around just to leave because I was uh-huh. trying to leave the dog and it, uh, jumped up and bit me in the back of my knee. Uh, didn't break through my jeans, but left a bruise. Okay. Uh, on my tendon, like, a, like, on like there, not a, like internal bruise, but you know where my tendon would be. Is there someone uh, who's training dogs? to attack podcasters and how can we fund this give the money yeah how can we start that patreon yeah don't yeah. yeah this week don't uh fund the the duck feed patreon fund the dog feed patreon yes <laughs> i like the idea because podcasters can be anybody and uh, you know if you look at a guy in the pacific northwest <laughs> Gary, looks you've like never me, said anything more chilling if you i know if, if you look if you find a guy who looks like me in the pacific northwest there's at least like 50% chance they have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, but the only way to be sure is with a dog. Yeah. Like if the dog can smell them, uh, you know, like a Dracula, uh, that'd be great. What? You know, but well, like you know, like a dog, dog, dogs can smell evil can smell vampires. There's so many you know, things like dogs that. smell before they smell Dracula's dude. That's <laughs> just her. I go for the top down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Please list all the things dogs can smell. (laughs) One, Dracula's. Top of mind, Dracula's. They can smell Dracula's, dude. (laughs) It makes sense. Oh my! my, Oh yeah, uh, my my. I was walking my dog, and he stopped at the fire hydrant. A Dracula must have pissed on it. Yeah, Yeah. he must smell your Dracula. Uh, The uh, yeah, I uh, no, I don't know. Made sense to me. Uh, but that's how we'll identify podcasters until sure. like in the movie, the thing, a dog pot becomes a podcaster and then all bets are off. I mean, there are already several podcasts with dogs on them. I huh? think are there, there's, there's dog podcasters. I, 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 I gotta stop eating dog. 
I, I just, <laughs> yeah. that may not feel weird now, man. I'm I, switching uh, to all dolphin meat. Yeah, the uh, until they make a dolphin podcaster. I, I I refuse to eat any animal that can, can that can podcast. That's my not, my uh, moral stance. That's not stance. an ethics thing. That's a hygiene thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's largely because I don't want to get prions. Well, uh, <laughs> for me, it's mostly because I'd like eating things that have been bathed. Yeah, generally, you know. But you sometimes you get a little funk, like you get like an aged steak. You know, <laughs> that's what we podcasters are in terms of meat. Sure. In the meat world, we're a nice steak. Oh, we're talking about runes. Oh yeah, uh, we I forgot that we hadn't done it. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. We didn't do the the room. I mean, we're only at fifty one minutes. This is going to come in yeah, as a short week. It, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Uh, we, we, I got I got a tight twenty minutes on this rune. Um, the uh, we're talking about the black rune. Uh, I like this a lot. You one of the classic guppy crossbells disagreements is uh, the the absorbing items mechanic. Uh, yeah, whether we find that efficacious, I like having this a lot. Uh, this, yeah, this, uh, is, this is basically like a one shot version of the void. Yes. Uh, deals 40 damage to all enemies in the room, uh, consumes any pickups in the room and will turn them into flies and spiders. Oh boy. And then we'll consume uh pedestal items and turn them into a random stat up. So I will say, Gary, I like this more than the void. The, the mechanic in the void I like less is mm-hmm. the absorbing active items. Thing. Making the Omni active item. Yeah. Yeah. Just turning bad items into stat ups is an interesting tactical question. Yeah, and that that's often how I use void as well. Um, I would agree that the other method is not as useful. You know, uh, it's interesting, but it's something the game doesn't fit it. Yeah, you know, it, it just doesn't uh, end up working. But being able to have a one time like I just I'm just going to pass on that item, uh, really powerful. And mm-hmm. if something happens and you need to get rid of this, like there's something else you want to take to the next floor. Sometimes you'll end up in a room with just tons of heart containers. You just yeah. get a big fly and spider army, army to, to one-shot the boss. It's like this me, is... big spider Arnie. <laughs> hey, big spider Arnie. With great power comes fuck y'all. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, you got a loose definition of, uh, of what to do with that there. Uh, what you... Nope, nope. How... I got one definition of what to do with my giant spider army, and it's fuck y'all. How, how, uh, how did you get your powers that taught you that lesson? bit of radioactive spider oh ate the uh, whole fucking thing (laughs) um, you got spiders inside her yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. i don't know why i swallowed the fly but it was delicious what happens if you bite me guess you'll die oh what happens if i bite you i come oh (laughs) when in rome it's a a real get out of jail I'm just oh, trying to get powers oh, at this point. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah? it's, it's building. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's slow. It's like oh, that video of the train. Yeah, no. uh, ah, it's Wait, going what? right at me. It's like <laughs> yeah. a video of a train. What? Yeah, the train coming at the camera. It's just, it's, it's very slowly approaching. Your pulls, man, are the wildest fucking thing I've ever it, Yeah, it's, it's, your orgasm is building up slow. Like that very old movie of a train coming at the camera. Yeah. What is wrong uh, with you? What do you watch? <laughs> old movies your reference Cinema. pool is baffling the uh it's because i don't take in tons of new media um <laughs> obviously the, yeah. anyway we're at about 40 percent right now yeah oh okay yeah no so what you're doing is you're just queuing up ones to come after it yeah i want you to have a good day after we leave it's I, i'm pretty sure at some point that would become onerous uh, <laughs> you think so 
Uh, it's onanus. Ah! First of all, is the way you pronounce that. Sorry, what? It's pronounced onanus. Very uh, funny, Gary. Uh, Very funny. Thank you. Big Spider uh, Arnie is dead. Okay, uh, I wasn't going to get better than that onanus joke, so. I didn't think so, so it felt like the time to pull the cord. Yeah. I'm going to bite him while he's dead, though. Arr, okay. Arr, arr, arr. Am I getting powers yet? No, you, the, at no point were you going to get powers. Fuck. I thought he was lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's an interesting uh, improv <laughs> trick. What if that character just lying? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to act like your character is lying, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's always it's always possible they're lying. Yeah. You know? It's always possible that every improv character is a spy in disguise. Yeah. It's well, you're embodying a human character. You know, and it's because I, I respect your, uh, yeah, your, your, uh, your acting skills. Maybe you're embodying a big liar. Oh, starring Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Oh yeah. The man. Yeah. Big liar. And with and a known Frankie race Munez. car driver, Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Who insists publicly he is better known for NASCAR now than for being Malcolm. Uh, and I don't think that's true. He's more recently known for it. Yeah. But I don't say, I wouldn't say better known. I don't know, Gary. Mm-hmm. I, I why would he lie? I uh, because he feels he does, weird he about just being have, Malcolm. He does have uh, this is not funny, but he does reportedly have some kind of brain issue. Oh, where he said he literally doesn't. Re- Maybe he's talking about himself because he literally says he doesn't remember being on the show. Really, I I, yeah. I did not know that. Well, yeah, he has said publicly sad. that he doesn't have like memories of his childhood. That is something that's relatable to me uh-huh. and sad. <laughs> and sure, now I, I've never related to Frankie Muniz, race car driver, more yeah. uh, than this. I, I will now respect the race car driving. Meanwhile, this. Francis has to live with the fact that his brother is a convicted rapist. Yeah. Also, it's real rough on those kids. And then uh, Dewey had that whole thing. Did he? You know? No. Okay. I just, well, I mean, I assume so. And, and now yeah. Brian Cranston has his post-Breaking Bad career, which is in some ways the saddest it's, of all. <laughs> Kind of weird. Your honor? Uh, what the fuck is your honor? <laughs> Nobody watches yeah. that. What does Dewey look like now? I mean, that's a great uh, question, Gary. I'm, just, I'm pulling him up. Uh, well, because he's, he's a weird looking kid, you know? And would it surprise you to find out he's a real weird looking gangly young adult now? No, that does uh, that does track. It kind of looks like Paul Dano a little oh. bit. He kind of turned to a Paul Dano. I mean, Paul Dano's guy. working that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he could get, he get some Paul Dano stuff. It's, it's surprising how little this guy's face has changed. I bet there wow. are a lot of people who want to have sex with Paul Dano. Mm, yeah. I I think that kind of, like, gangly energy. I, 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 I think Paul Dano probably does very well for himself. Paul Dano now. <laughs> what do you mean now? The movie stars. I know. I saw him as the Riddler. It was a joke. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Paul Dano's got a lot of face. Speak on that. Uh, it's just like it's a regular face, but there's just a lot to all the parts of it. Yeah. Like, it looks like if they were if you were modeling him in a character creator, uh, you just kind of pumped up the settings on every possible, like, inflection point. Yeah. Uh, just to, like, to stay in the batman verse, just real quick, pull up Barry Keoghan and look at him. Okay. That, that, you mean that weird little twitchy kid from Green Knight? Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, Barry Keoghan. Uh-huh. Not a lot of eyes on Barry Keoghan. Okay. Now I just want you to go back and forth between uh, Dano and Keoghan and just kind of like. Kind of just live with it? Yeah. Okay. I don't have, I'm not building to anything here. I'm just curious no, no, about no. the effect. Uh, I did find a very bizarre picture of uh, 
what is Dano here with a, a tiny little Errol Flynn mustache and, and okay. beard? I don't, that's I don't, that doesn't looking. sound appealing to me. Yeah, All a, right, now, Gary, in the middle of them, yep. I want you to drop a Chalamet. Okay. Let me pull up. I, I, this is, it takes a second. I don't have uh, access to Cyberduct. Weird. To do this. Weird. You don't You don't uh, just have access. Uh, in, you don't have Chalamet on tap? No. All right. So okay. I want you to I want you to like with one eye I want you to basically yeah. do a magic eye here. So I you have your, I want your left eye aimed at Dano and your right okay. eye aimed at Kyogen and I want Chalamet in the middle and I want you to bring your eyes to the middle point. I'm setting this up so it's yeah. taking a second with all these windows. Okay. And again, I'm not building to anything here. No, no, no. I don't think <laughs> this will be funny. But <laughs> something might happen. Something I, might happen. Know, here's the thing. Uh, no one's done this before, <laughs> so I, it's very possible something will happen. Yeah, it, this you know? might we. Yeah, we hey, might, Will, are we doing science? We might be doing I think this science, is science right now, Gary. I, this is a science podcast now. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. This is the Radio Lab. <laughs> I'm Robert Collins. It's me. I'm Chad. Chad. I'm, I'm Robert. Chad. Co- Chad is my host. I'm Robert Collins. Who the fuck's named Chad? I some some guy who got really into being a dad. Gary, do you have the experiment ready yet? Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. Um, so you, you got you're looking straight ahead. So you got Dan in one eye and Kyogen in the other, right? Yep. And I'm kind of magic eye. I'm kind of like unfocusing my eyes so they meet in the middle. It's hard because these pictures are Google image searches, so they're not all the same size. I do. Yeah, Gary, as someone who has to like it, put pictures together a lot of the time, I do understand that. What it, I'll tell you what it looks like. Here's what the science has found. Uh huh. Because they're not all the same size, it looks a little bit like a broken Animorphs cover okay. of Barry Kogan turning into Paul Dano. And there's no, uh, there, there's no with Chalamet. No, he's kind of a, he's the middle uh, for for the sizes here. It Did looks you like just say his name like he was a fucking Dark Souls dragon. What <laughs> Chalamet? 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 The uh, yeah, Chalamet Timothy Chalamet. Um, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it it did make an Animorphs cover. Okay, Science. he's just so they're just so them, and he's so pretty that I was hoping that the contrast might. Oh yeah, I did. I did figure out that I think Barry Kogan is more handsome than I think Paul Dano is. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of surprised. Um. So. So yeah. Gary, uh, Chalamet, uh, Dano, and then Kyogen. No, no, no. Chalamet, Kyogen, Dano, is the uh, the sexiness. All right. And every single episode of Everything to Guppy from here on out, we're going to do this with three celebrities until we have okay. Gary's entire ranking. One of them will be Paul Dano. So we're going to look at people and we're going to baseline. Yeah. We're going to start really ranking the hotness of mm-hmm. every Hollywood celebrity. And that's going to finally get us out of this fucking binding of Isaac Hole we've been trapped in for five yeah, yeah. I'm years. I'm looking forward to the setup every week because mm-hmm. it takes it's, a while to get there yeah. and i don't unlike you i don't do prep you so, really don't at all yeah, yeah yeah so it it's it's the kind of thing that we're all gonna have to sit tight through and i think that's yeah, gonna be it's that's gonna part be of a beautiful real sit tight kind of podcast thing isn't enjoy it? you know liminal spaces are really in right now mm-hmm. enjoy being in the liminal space of us getting ready for this like an arm mm-hmm. or a leg yeah or uh, a clinic from deus ex mankind divided Gary had a connection and he said it though it wasn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A classic will maneuver. Oh my uh, God. Gary, you're becoming more like me with every podcast we do. 
I had to stop before the transformation is complete. <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, If you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv slash chalameet. Yeah. And uh, give us some dollars and some ratings reviews on other places. Yeah, but when you give money to the show, you do make my life easier. And I don't know if you want that. Maybe you want my life harder. Maybe you like stressed, Will. Consider. Well, we've mentioned it before. The money goes to your health insurance. Yeah, but do they want me to be healthy? That's what I'm saying. It's it's a more specific question than just, you know, your well-being or happiness. It's like literally your health. You have that in your hands. Yeah, that's a lot of power. I would certainly at least contemplate removing your donations to see what yes. effect it has. We're all about well, I, science. If you leave a little note in your Patreon that will doesn't get the money, uh, we'll take, make that happen as well. Yeah. I prefer you not to end your Patreon because I don't use it for Will's health. Um, and I would like it. I mean, y'all do have a lot of power to, uh, decide how good Gary's life is too. And that might be interesting to observe as well. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Uh, left on Apple podcast by our old friend, chicken riggies. Yeah, be uh, and a little little review read by somebody who is trying to ruin part of uh, Gwen's livelihood. That's fine. I see. As I take an innocent person in, that's fine. As a hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I'll, you know, yeah. Do you, do you want to hear the review, Gary, or do you want to try yeah. to guilt a person who can't feel it? Um, I would prefer to. Uh, Gwen's great, but climb fuck, up that fuck hill. Gwen. Uh, go ahead and read the review. Yeah. No, I'll do take what you have all to you do. fucker. I'll. T- you have let a. <laughs> A viper into the heart of your podcasting network, and I, I will, I'm already you committed to destroying my ability my... to hanging up. Like I, I, I just, yeah, we established right? this very. It, it's a Chekhov's thing. In if yeah. in the first episode of a four episode podcast block, you establish you can hang up, then it has to fire by the end. I mean, you can certainly try, Gary, but I'm saying such compelling and funny things. You have invited <laughs> a viper into the heart of your network, a man who is already completely committed to destroying his own life as a, basically a performance piece. And now you've given him access to so many other lives, Gary. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. What if crime were funny? What if crime were funny? Is that, uh, tell me what Riggy says. Oh, I don't know, man. I just don't know. That's a five star review. Oh, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate you, Jack. Jack, we cherish you. Yeah. Cherish the Jack. Gary, I'm kind of surprised you didn't hang up the call during that. I, I was maybe I, trying to build up. Trying to bait me into it. Would. Do you know why I didn't? Tell me. Uh, I was worried to fuck with the recording. It might fuck or with something. the recording. Yeah. Yeah. On, on one of our ends. And then I was like, that's not worth redoing this <laughs> for that joke. Um, <laughs> the, the uh, You know, I got I to thank Gary first and like I go eat lunch at some point. So you do have to eat lunch at some point, buddy. It's 1230 in the afternoon. The, yeah. The machine's running for us. Yeah. Early for us. I had to eat lunch and finish watching Marble Hornets for work. Oh boy. Um, yeah. In 2023. Yeah. Can't wait to Does hear it about it as well op- as 2008. Uh, Can't wait <laughs> to hear about tell. the operator and Alex. Yeah. And Maskey. Oh, Matt. Oh, my God. I love Maskey. Maskey, uh, hoodie and Maskey. Hoodie and Maskey and Slendy. Yeah. yeah. The the weird thing is how this is going to for, force me to go do murders in real life. Oh, that's yeah. That's the weirdest thing about it. So it is the most effective creepypasta that's ever been. Second most after Taffy. Oh, ta- yeah. Taffy Taffy is, is waiting to, to strike. Well, actually, Taffy has struck, but you don't know what Taffy did. 
I mean, I wrote Taffy's a whole creepypasta gonna... story. It's out there. No, I, I mean, in terms of real world efficacy, I'm comparing oh, sure. Taffy to the stars of the, uh, the Slender Man documentary. Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing about those girls. Oh, that. Yeah. No, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The real, okay. So like, the real murders. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, the actual effect a, a creepypasta has had. Not an every man's hybrid kind of thing. No, 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 no. Not a, a 13 tribes or 12 tribes or whatever the other one is called. No one knows. No one can know. Yeah. Yep. Forgot. Anywho, go uh, uh, tell your, ask your parents about ask web series from. Ask your parents about Mob Ask them about Lonely Girl. <laughs> Where were you were doing the Lonely Girl. Father, did you ever know the rake? <laughs> Gambit babies. <laughs> Spotted dick. <laughs> <laughs>